first, um, the Lord is doing a great thing in this and um, it's expanding and there has to be some rules of engagement. And is what I mean by when I say rules of engagement. Nobody should be coming in and actually saying, uh, oh no, it's pharmacia to be on medication. It's witchcraft, right? Because where someone's at is where someone's at. Someone made comments last week and the enemy is always trying to use erroneous doctrine. That's what he did. This is the problem in to the Galatians. This was the, the uh, uh, problem he said to Timothy. First Peter, you know, uh, um, uh, the uh, church of Corinth. So it's a thing that the enemy uses. Same thing in First John. And so questions should be kept to what we're discussing at the time and i don't want anybody to be shamed i don't know if anybody's on medication but it doesn't matter where you're at is where you're at okay where you're at is where you're at and so let's pray father i just thank you i just praise your holy name i just magnify you lord god and i pray lord god that you would speak to me and regards to faith and what you are doing in each of our lives in jesus name amen i pray twice but hey it's always good to have double right um so i want us to go to daniel chapter three and talking about what faith is daniel chapter three well-known story and I am going to start just for the sake of brevity. Um, I'm going to start in, you know, I don't even know where I'm starting. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm going to start at, verse 12, okay. So just then, some Babylonian fortune tellers stepped up. So Nebuchadnezzar has made this uh, this icon, right? This this statue of himself that he wants everyone to worship. Nebuchadnezzar believes at this time he is deified. Just then, some Babylonian fortune tellers stepped up and accused the Jews, they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. You gave strict orders, O king. When the big band started playing, everyone had to fall to their knees and worship the gold statue. And whoever did not go to their knees and worship it had to be pitched into a roaring furnace. Well, there are some Jews there, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have placed in high positions in the province of Babylon. These men are ignoring your king. They don't respect your gods and they won't worship the god, the, the gold statue you set up. Furious, King Nebuchadnezzar ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought in. When the men were brought in, listen, this is a face now. This is real face. Nebuchadnezzar 
Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't respect my gods and refuse to worship the gold statue that I have set up? I'm giving you a second chance. But from now on, when the big band strikes up, you must go to your knees and worship the statue I have made. If you don't worship it, you will be pitched into a roaring furnace. No questions asked. Who is who is the God who can rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego uh, answered, King Nebuchadnezzar, your threats means nothing to us. See this faithful statement? If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from the roaring uh, furnace and anything else you might uh, cook up. Um, but even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference, King. We still wouldn't serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. So where were they? Their, their face, see, his real faith is not contingent upon outcome. What, what they were actually saying, if God didn't save them, if they burned up, they would still have their face in God. It's kind of a little bit what Job said, even though he slay me, I will still trust him. Because what faith, what faith is that? Even not understanding, and it seemingly is bad. God always brings uh, something good out of it. So whatever happens, it would have glorified God. It would have glorified God. There, let's face it. There are some people that die before their time, good people. A lot of times, we don't know why God uh, uh, took them. You don't know what they're enjoying. We say, uh, oh, poor them, they went so, so young. And, but they could be saying, oh, poor them, <laughs> they're going so old, right? So, so it depends on the way that you look at it. But real faith, as I said, I made a statement last week, is not getting what you want, it's accepting what God gives. That's real faith, really. That is real faith. And as I said, the reason why I want... Um, um, to make sure I protect you guys because I know I'm speaking the unadulterated word of God. I don't know about anybody else, but I know I am not making it sugar-coated, no name-its and claim-its and all of that stuff. These are principles. Real faith is not about outcome. Hey, you can give the staunchest atheist a good outcome and they say, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll believe, but just believing in the outcome. Real faith is when God doesn't come through for you, are you still able to believe? Not many people fall away from Christianity because they feel that God hasn't come through for them the way that they should. In other words, because of an outcome that they didn't like, They've fallen away from God. 
Remember Abraham, when he's going to sacrifice Isaac, what does he say? He talks about God will be able to raise him up from the dead. Do you, don't you remember? You know, Jesus tarried. He stayed there when they told him, oh, Lazarus is sick. Oh, yeah, come. Uh, uh, let's, let's go and help Lazarus. Jesus tarried. Oh, wow, Lazarus is dead. Well, it doesn't matter because that is what glorifies God, a resurrection. A resurrection. Remember when, when uh, Jesus said, "Oh, he will, uh, he will rise again." On uh, um, Master said, oh, "When? I mean, you know, in the resurrection, uh, uh, at the end of time." And what does Jesus say? "I am the resurrection." So it's not, "I resurrect." It's not, "I resurrect." I am the resurrection. Just like when he talks about the way, the truth, and the life, he doesn't say that you know. I'll give you the truth. You see, I am the truth. As a noun, you have Jesus, you have everything. And one thing that I've noticed is that in terms of the false teaching and teaching people askew, the people that get that, there's no power in it. There is no power. Anybody that tells you, Faith is always getting a wonderful, wonderful outcome. Either doesn't know what they're talking about or is lying to you. Really, many times you won't like it. But you have to, you know the promise that Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were trusting? All things work together for good. But even a fiery furnace even a fiery furnace, a fiery furnace is a thing, right? So it's going to work together for good. You know, it's a great thing about that faithful statement. You know, our God is able to save us, but even if he doesn't, let me, let me paraphrase. Our God is able to save us, but you know I can't say Nebuchadnezzar that I know God's will in this, but whatever God's will is, we are trusting him, right? Remember Jesus, you know, if, you know, if this cup can pass over me, right? Oh, wonderful. But if not, your will be done. We're talking about somebody being crucified now. Your will be done. If there's some other way that this could happen, right? Yeah, please do it. But if not, I trust your will. I trust you. And even as Jesus was dying on the cross, he showed so much faith. He said, when the father turned away from him, he still said when he died, to you, I commit my spirit. I just, I just want to give you an example because the enemy does use unfavorable outcomes to get us to fall away. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Jesus says, keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking. Never expect to get any prayers. Okay, you know, I prayed once, boom, 
I'm waiting for it. No, this is what you should expect. In due time, at the right time, you will get the blessings of God. Don't know how it's going to come, but at the right time. So God can, I had a client, just say this, I had a client who, um, so the wife, his wife was uh, um, having an affair with someone. I mean, she'd been having an emotional affair with this guy since high school. And this client, great guy, great, great guy. Um, he really, and, and his wife wanted to get divorced. He really did not want to get divorced. He said, Robert, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. No, no. He was crying in my office in Barrington. No, he really doesn't. And the wife said, no, I'm, I'm doing it. This guy was devastated. He, he, but, they, but him and his wife really didn't have anything in common. This guy plays in a Christian band. And in 20 something years, his wife's only been to see him once at the band. So anyway, he met, when his wife divorced him, he met this woman and he's, they're married now. And he said, Robert, it has changed my life. I said, would you wish for your old situation? But absolutely not, Robert. I've realized in this one that I found my soulmate. That I've got. So essentially, God used this divorce, this guy crying, right? I mean, all of the things he was saying to me, my parents have been together robert for over 50 years and all of this almost felt like a fail failure but now this guy has a blessed life and so god has almost made it look like his first situation was a curse and the situation that fell through was so he could get to his blessings what i'm saying god is a master maneuver. He's able to orchestrate all of these events. As I said, I would never say I would be uh, um, happy for trying to commit suicide. I, I'm so happy. That's the thing. We have to trust God in a tragedy. We have to trust God when we're lonely. Someone Actually, um, I had someone today who was in quarantine, who was quarantining. So Robert, the pandemic isolates us. And then being in quarantine isolates us even more, right? And he said, oh, I was, I was just going nuts. But let me take God uses all this to work together for good. I'm going to tell everybody here, every single person here should be coming out of this pandemic with a lot more faith. A lot more faith, really. It's almost like God has given us this long retreat. Now you go on those retreats for the weekend, God has given us a long, long one. Look at those, look at those monks. Those monks are so happy. 
not to see anyone, just to be praying all day, right? So, so that's how we have to see it. This nonsense, oh, you know, can't go to the movies, can't do this. That is nonsense, really. We have to build on this foundation. Real faith is not looking at the outcome, but looking for the will of God. The will of God. Remember Job's situation? That was ugly. I mean, Job lost his kids. I, uh, boils all over the place. I mean, Job was a mess. But I think it's Job 42.10. The Bible says that Job prayed for his friends and God blessed him with twice as much as he had before. Right? Listen, I'm always going to say this. It's not comfortable being in the furnace at times. It's not comfortable being in the fire. But when you come out smelling of roses, right? And you know now, now that this person, Nebuchadnezzar, does not want you to worship him as God. He wants to come 